Jesus, the Son of God, came down to this world and personally equipped, taught his disciples. And though he is the I am, the Lord, who died for our sins, who rose again, who paid the price for sin, he says, go, I'm sending you. And in grace, God continues to provide ministers who will serve in his church. This message is from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. Ancient Faith for Today's World, June 11, 2023. The Holy Service. Do you call it that? Should we? Call it that? After all, what makes it so special? Everybody serves God, right? In their vocation and their calling in life, we are all holy in God's sight. So, so why do we call it the holy ministry when we're referring to pastors and, and teachers, those who serve with the gospel or lead in God's church? Well, of course, we know it's, it's not because they wear some special clothing or because they stand in a certain position. Why do we call it the holy? Why should we call it the holy ministry? Well, today we start a three-part series as we look at that, and we'll, we'll see it's not called holy because of the person themselves, but it is something God has given to us. And whether you're considering serving in the ministry or not, this series is for you because, just like me, you have had a pastor sent to serve in your life who have maybe many pastors who you've met and worked with you, who have shepherded or people who have served in the holy ministry. So today we'll consider, first of all, God calls sinners to serve in the holy ministry. We'll begin as we look at Exodus chapter 3 and we'll see what we read earlier about Moses and how he served. First of all, when you look at this, how did Moses get to this point? It says here, Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb. What is Moses doing shepherding flocks? Moses, who, who grew up in the palace of the Pharaoh. Moses, who would be recognized at first by Jethro's daughters as an Egyptian and who lived according to the customs of the Egyptians in the palace of the Egyptians and acted as if he had the authority of the Egyptian princes. But here we find him. Moses is just a shepherd. He even refers to himself as a stranger in a strange land. And he's herding flocks. And Moses is now about 80 years old at this time. How did he get here? Well, Moses actually wanted to serve God's church. Do you remember what he did? Moses thought he would help the people of Israel be rescued from their burden, and he saw an injustice, so he took it on himself to carry out justice. And Moses beat to death, killed a man who was beating a fellow Israelite. Moses saw how the Israelites were oppressed, one of his people. He knew who he was. Moses had from a very young age, from infancy, known he was an Israelite, and he saw the injustice, so he took action. He would be... God's servant. He would carry out God's work. Of course, things didn't go as Moses planned, did they? This self-appointed rescuer of the Israelites 
was pointed out by another Israelite, what are you going to do? Who made you judge over us? And Moses reasoned, people have heard about what I did. And he grew fearful and he heard how the Pharaoh wanted to kill him, so he fled. That's what happened to Moses. Moses with his own ideas about serving God. Moses, in his pride and zealous behavior, had tried to serve God, but Moses was not called by God. Moses was now a murderer in the desert, a refugee hiding from Egypt and from Pharaoh. You know, sometimes we might assume that, as people might say, those who serve in the, the ministry, pastors and teachers, must have some degree of narcissism. Or maybe they're there because they want to be in charge. Maybe sometimes that's true. It shouldn't be the case. But we're about to find out as we read on with Moses, Paul, Matthew, not those whom God calls. It says that Moses saw a bush that was on fire and yet it did not burn up. So he went to investigate. And this was going to be the start of Moses' call by God to serve. Not Moses' idea, but a call from the Lord. Moses came to the bush and the Lord, God, called to Moses from the bush. Moses, Moses, calling him by name. Moses said, here I am. Do not come any closer, God says. Take off your sandals, for the place you are standing is holy ground. We have to pause here and consider how Moses was not yet serving in the promised land. Moses was not among some temple. Moses was serving his Midianite father with foreign flocks in a foreign land. And here, here God says, I am present. And Moses, if, if I am here to call you and I am present, this ground that you're on, this is holy ground where God not only is omnipresent but present in a special way. And now Moses receives his call. He says, I have heard and indeed seen my people in Egypt. I've heard them crying because of their slave drivers. I'm concerned about their suffering. You know, why does God call ministers, that is, people who serve him and carry out his work, have because of sin? He knows the plight of his church. He knows the plight of every one of us as sinners in this world. And when the Israelites might have thought for a time, doesn't God care? And for 400 years perhaps wondered, isn't God going to rescue, carry out his word? God reveals at the end of chapter 2, God looked on the Israelites as was concerned about them. Now here's the part we're focusing on today. How does God respond when he sees us sinners, lost and struggling, maybe despairing in sin? weighted under the, the curse and the load of sin, destined to die because of our sin. God calls ministers. And here he calls one of the most prominent you might have heard of, Moses. He says, so I've come down to rescue them. God says, I'm going to rescue them, but he says to Moses, I am sending you. He said, I am sending you. Maybe you've had a pastor that you've had serve you at some point in the past. Maybe there'll be a pastor in the future. Currently, if you're a... Sometimes we might think that that person who's a pastor is, is a pastor because they're so holy and they've lived such a good life and yes, they should be an example, but is that why they're a pastor? 
Or maybe sometimes we might seek to tear down that pastor and say, who do they think they are? And like that man speaking to the self-appointed Moses, who made you judge over me? And so despise those whom God has sent. But they're not pastors because they made themselves pastors. No, God says, I am sending you to Moses. And also God echoes Across the pages of Scripture, I will send shepherds who will shepherd my flock. And God, as we see, sending his disciples say, I'm sending you, go and make disciples. And we see the apostles saying to Titus, and God sends ministers. And we don't call them ministers because they are holy in their own right. In fact, and bring the Israelites out of Egypt. Maybe you're familiar with the the hesitation and the rejection Moses will have to his call. But he starts with this. Who am I? God, you, you are going to rescue them and you're sending me? If ever there's a pastor who might boast and say, I'm God's friend and I can serve the church and God needs me, they're missing how God operates with the call. Or if you desire to serve in God's holy ministry, and you think that because of your gifts or your abilities, you have a right to serve in his church and that God certainly needs you. Look at Moses who says, who am I? Or if you desire to serve in God's church, maybe you should look at the prophet Elijah and recognize how he at a time thought, Lord, how can I do this? Or look at Isaiah the prophet who says, woe is me, I am a sinner with unclean lips. Or look at Jeremiah who says, I'm just a child, Lord, how can I do this? And you can probably think the Apostle Paul was wondering as he fell down on the road to Damascus, Lord, you, you want to use me as your servant to the Gentiles? Or Matthew as he leaves his tax collectors booth, a traitor to his people, follow me, me, Lord? If someone is serving in the holy ministry, or if you desire to serve in the holy ministry, it's not because of who you are or the life you've lived or because you have innate holiness or impeccable behavior in your life. No, it's God calls sinners, which Moses here recognized. Peter even fell down on his knees when Jesus called him, Away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. How can sinners serve God has called them. Listen to God's response to Moses. And God said, I will be with you. Moses, you're wondering who you are? Fellow Christian, who maybe someday might serve in the ministry in a second career or first career as a, a minister of the gospel. Don't look at yourself. And if you're looking to a shepherd or someone who currently does serve, don't look to themselves. Look to the one who says, don't think about you. I will be with you, God says. I am. He answers Moses when Moses asks about him. I am who I am. The Lord, the one who is, who made promises to Jacob and Abraham and Isaac. He's the one who will go with you, Moses. And so it is with every call. The minister should not look to their own strength, their own holiness, or their own abilities but to God who calls them. Should we call it the holy ministry? Sometimes there are 
false teachers who fail in it, disqualify themselves. Sometimes there are those who might in their own life have their faults and their failures, but the reason they serve is because of the Lord who sent them. You know, when you think about it, none of us, me, none of you, are qualified to be in God's kingdom. Nonetheless, to shepherd and to serve with his word and to bear that title, as Paul says, this ministry of grace. But God calls and equips pastors. He calls and equips teachers who serve with the word. And as they serve with the word, God assures, I am has sent you, the Lord, the God of your fathers. When we consider the calling to the holy ministry, we must look at the one who came, the shepherd of us all. He came in such lowliness, but he came to shepherd his flock. Jesus, the Son of God, came down to this world and personally equipped, taught his disciples. And though he is the I am, the Lord, who died for our sins, who rose again, who paid the price for sin, he says, go. I'm sending you. And in grace, God continues to provide ministers who will serve in his church. So don't look at the person. Don't look at me and any holiness I might have of my own. Don't look at the shepherds or pastors you'll meet in your life. And don't consider serving in the ministry because of yourself. But consider the I am who removes all fears, who removes our sin, and who in grace equips and sends holy ministers, holy because of the word that they share and because of the Holy Spirit who works through them and the words that they have, and holy because that ministry is sent by God to bring the flock, as Moses guided Israel, to their Lord and to bring them to safe pastures, to shepherd, to feed, I invite you to continue joining with me as we look the next two weeks on how our Lord calls people to the holy ministry and what he calls them for. Today we see he calls sinners to a holy ministry. Amen.